Have you ever wanted to delve into the world of Dungeons and Dragons, but didn't know where to begin? Has the overwhelming urge to venture forth and slay a monstrosity of legend ever gripped you in its clutches? Does the idea of two guys debating the fantasy physics of Dragon's Breath versus Anti-Magic Fields pique your interest? Perhaps a raging argument on the subtle and succinct differences between wizards, sorcerers, and warlocks get your blood boiling? If the answer to any of these questions is yes, then I recommend that you check out The Dungeon Cast, the podcast that explores all things D&D, from busty barmaids to burly bugbears. Join your hosts, Will and Brian, as they have casual, educational, and somewhat humorous conversations about the world's most popular tabletop RPG. Together they delve into the endless possibilities and unforeseen complications of character creation, role-playing, and Dungeon Mastering. You can find The Dungeon Cast on iTunes, YouTube, SoundCloud, or anywhere else podcasts are found. Follow them on Twitter at The Dungeon Cast for news, updates, and contests with awesome D&D-related prizes. Listen in and be inspired to explore fantastic worlds, tell epic stories with friends, and roll some 20-sided dice. Now who could turn that down? Hello everybody and welcome to Off the Rack, I'm Sal. And I'm Tiffany. Today we're going to do something a little different or familiar if you just watched our Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 review from mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. Uh, we take this show, it's usually a comic book review show where we take a comic book from last week and then break it down by its basic elements. But because a huge blockbuster comic book movie came out, uh, we thought we'd talk about that. And we're just going to basically apply the same basic principle of the old show to this format. So yeah. uh, let's just talk about Wonder Woman, directed by Patty Jenkins and... Uh, Coming out from Warner Brothers in DC, part of the DC Extended Universe. Uh, there have been, what, four? Man yes. of Steel, Batman vs. Superman, Suicide Squad, Wonder Woman. Right. Thank you. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> what we like to do is we talk about our initial thoughts about what we uh, read or watched in this case, and then we talk about uh, that more in depth and then give you our recommendations. So, uh, what did you think? I can honestly say I enjoyed it. I can also say that I enjoyed it. Uh, like... And not in any kind of ironic or angry or bitter or like Marvel fanboy kind of way. No. I just I just genuinely enjoyed it, and yeah. I stay I steered clear of most of the controversy surrounding the movie. Um, and when I say controversy, I mean the kind of stuff that comes up whenever any movie that empowers any group or that any group chooses to use for empowerment yes. will undoubtedly attract i stayed away from everything like i didn't read reviews even though like everyone was like there's a positive buzz i'm like I right don't, you're like i don't want to know if it's like, positive i don't, I don't want to know. know if it's good i just yeah. want to go which i've tried to do with pretty much all the movies same yeah. with marvel same with with dc like you know same with disney movies or anything you yeah, watch really, like, you're just like i just trying to have a pure experience exactly if it's something i know i'm gonna go and see I, I do try to do that because i'd rather allow myself to have my own experience. This movie really does its own thing. It certainly connects. Yes. To yeah, it does other that nice thing going on in the DCEU, but like But you could easily cut that if you wanted to, but right. but it's not obtrusive or offensive no, but, or egregious. But really what I mean is like Patty Jenkins was like I'm making a Wonder Woman movie. And my understanding is this is a woman who understands the character. She used to watch the TV show. She used to read the old comics. Like okay. she knows this yeah now i haven't seen any of her short films but it's also my understanding that she used to do short superhero style films ah, i was not aware. prior to doing monster interesting um so this is a director who was ready for this chance yeah and um i think that it was a good call to bring in someone who had a limited amount of experience making these kinds of movies right and just throw them in there it's like another company that does yeah where they take films. somebody who well especially in phase one they uh, mm-hmm. they take a director who has proven that they know what they're doing but has had some slumps or not as much success as yes. they would have liked yeah and then being like why don't you do this yep um i think overall this film succeeds in capturing the spirit of the character 
Yeah, uh, being my limited experience in Wonder Woman, I've read about Wonder Woman, I've mm -hmm. read Wonder Woman comics, but I'm not an avid Wonder Woman fan. That doesn't mean that I don't like the character, it's more that I just happen to have not read a lot of Wonder Woman. Right. Um, over the last five years or so, I probably read more Wonder Woman than in the previous rest of my life, but I will say that I think it does kind of spiritually honor the character in a very, yeah. very uh, engaging and authentic way. Yeah, now look, the fact is, she's had a long history. I mean, we were talking about decades. Oh, we're talking of about stories. the female equivalent of Superman, right? So, of course, they're going to have to pick and choose. Now, for some people, I know it's going to come down to the origin, and yeah. it's funny because they touched on two very strong uh, opinions mm -hmm. on the origin, um, and went with one over the other. They went with both, but they, they then were like, a, "Yeah, they did the Brian Azzarello." They did, um, but. The fact is, like, you know, if you can separate yourself from that, look, if you're a Greg Rucka fan, if you can separate yourself from that, again, I think it just does a good job of capturing Wonder Woman, who she is, what she's all about. Yeah, I think that this movie does a good job of at least telling you that it doesn't really matter where she comes from as much as it matters what she does and how she... How she's going to proceed. Yeah, how she goes forward. Um, it does. I think it does an incredible job of, you know, allowing comic book fans to enjoy the film but also inviting those who enjoyed the Linda Carter TV series yeah. to come in and experience this. Or whose only connection to Wonder Woman is a passing or fleeting understanding of a Linda Carter show. Yes, while not pretending like the comics don't exist. No, like, yeah. like, no there's Look, you need to understand, a lot has happened since you saw Wonder Woman on TV. Right. Um, and look, we get that, mm -hmm. but we can't ignore all of what that has happened. No, it's So true. we're going to keep going, yeah. but like... Come along with us. Yeah, but it doesn't also uh, pay lip service to, like, everyone else's cultural touchstone. Like, okay, so Linda Carter, she's, she's still around, she's still gorgeous, she's yep. still active, and she's still acting. And so, like, it would have been easy to make her Hippolyta. Oh, yeah. And just have that Starsky and Hutch moment where you're like, oh, look, there's the person <laughs> I reckon. And yeah, they yeah, didn't yeah. do that, and I really, re I really appreciate it. Like, yeah. I really, like, I, oh, yeah, yeah. they can make it, you know, shades of nostalgia without catering to it or yeah. being beholden to it yeah and they definitely um so it's interesting because in the movie they go out of their way they call it both Themyscira and Paradise Island which is how I've always associated that place right um and I actually have a co-worker who I mentioned I was going to see the movie and they were like I used to watch the Linda Carter show right um they're older um, and they were like, I always remember when she'd go back to her island and she wore like the white robes and all that oh, stuff. Oh, wow. But it's funny. Couldn't name the island, but like but these key yes, the, moments yeah. that I was like, if she saw this movie now, yeah. she would be able to make that connection right. without them having to do that exact thing. Agreed. Which is why, like, again, I think it's just such an incredible feat to take all of these like cultural versions of this character and make it work. <laughs> yeah. And somehow make it work. Um, now, okay, so let's talk about how the movie looks and how okay. it feels because uh, there's a there's a big element that I immediately recognized as being deliberate, mm -hmm. and it was the color palette. Oh yeah, it felt like when if, okay, so I've had some opinions about previous DCEU movies, yeah. but one thing that I've always noticed is that they happen to be dark. They happen to have dark subject matter, yeah. with one exception for me, but they all have a very very muted dark. Tone. Yeah. This movie is no exception. No. But it's selective, and the reason for it is very apparent. Oh, yeah. The the dark, gloomy, somber, muted, uh, sepia-esque tone of the movie mm -hmm. is such 
because it's trying to portray number one an old time yes. and number two a dark period in humanity's history it's also uh, i think meant to for diana herself to be like the mascara paradise island is it's beautiful it's bright colorful and, and, beautiful and, yeah and they yeah. don't mute it or make it dark no. or anything no it's it's as pristine and gorgeous as you would want it to be mm-hmm. if you wanted it to be realized in real life mm-hmm. and then when you enter man's world it's muted and dark and of course we go to london so it's even more like like claustrophobic and dark and, oh yeah and, and it's during of smoky. course during wartime yeah and, so know, everything's always there's just the movement and end all wars yeah yeah no it's it's I think it looks great, and it's deliberately so, and that's really... Yeah. You know, I'm glad they weren't afraid, because they were clearly, like, they, they're, they're like, okay, what can we do right? How can we differentiate, and how can we, like, make this its own thing? Yeah. Because the thing is, while it is a big part of the DCU, and I yes. think it's going to be kind of, like, the new jumping-off point, like, mm-hmm. this will be kind of, like, the unofficial phase two for DCU. Right. Uh, I think that it could have been easy for them to try and tie it in with that and but but when they were making this movie they're like we have to make it so that it does tie in mm-hmm. but it also needs to if all else fails stand on its own so that 20 years from now yeah people can throw on wonder woman and watch it and not oh, yeah. go why is green lantern in this movie you know no right. weird connections oh, yeah, no i i think also it was um it was smart i mean in again i know i said we were going to talk about the other the movies, movies since yeah. we're just doing a wonder woman review yeah. but um They've established a, a darker color palette throughout yeah. the films as to date. Um, and I think to not follow suit with that in some way would either make it seem like this movie was not as tied intrinsically or not to be taken, like, quote-unquote, as seriously. You know what I mean? Yeah. To start with it brightening here. Yeah, it would have so been I, weird. I think it was a very intelligent way to handle that. Yeah. To give it its time to be colorful and bright and, like, you know, be like, okay, cool. And then to just take that and have it actually have impact. Right. Um, so I thought, I, thought, I just thought that was really smart. Yeah. Very smart. Uh, the acting in the movie, let's talk about that a little bit. I thought it was very good. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, it's funny, like, um, in the very brief amount of time that I saw Gal Gadot yeah. um, playing Wonder Woman, I did. she didn't, like, sway me either way. I was mm-hmm. like, I have no idea. Like, you're in the Oh, you mean so, in, in the previous movies? In the previous movies that we've yeah. seen her, like, I was just like, I don't, I have no idea what to think of you. No, it's true. She doesn't, she isn't given much and she doesn't right, really do Right, right. And either. I mean, like, it's understandable. It's not her movie. Right. You know what I mean? Like, so, okay. So I didn't know what to think going into mm-hmm. this. Um, You know, for me, like, I had in my mind's eye what Wonder Woman should look like. And by the time all was said and done, like, she had, like, assuaged any concerns yeah, and fears you that had. I had. I remember in the beginning, and this is like telling tales out of school here, you were not a fan. I wasn't. I really, like just <laughs> seeing her, but like, I I always say that it's like, look, that's just the look. You know what I mean? Like, swing right. me either way. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's your job. Prove me wrong. Yeah, prove me wrong. And she did, 100%. Like, she completely yeah. proved me wrong. Uh, I thought she did a nice job. I have no complaints about what she did. Uh, there were a couple moments that I really felt like, connection with the character mm-hmm. and the things that she does I bought you know yeah, it's yeah. not like there was any moment where I'm like no right uh, the only thing that I will make a little bit of light about is her accent right and the fact that like that is her accent yes she can't shake it no and so they were like let's make it Themyscarian and so everyone in Themyscira will also have that accent and that must have been really hard for that poor little version of Wonder Woman to have to try and approximate Gal Gadot's <laughs> voice. Uh, but, you know what? Like, But I, that was legitimately like the only real major complaint besides right. like a couple things, which we'll talk about like later when we get into spoiler territory. Okay, alright, that's uh, But overall, the only thing that I really like can, can, can critique is that it was funny how they worked around 
Gal Gadot's complete inability to transform her voice in any way. Right. And um, the, which is fine. Part that, of which, it, by the way, that's like, that's taking lemons, lemons and making lemonade out of it. I yeah, mean, I no, think it's cool. It's, it's true. Um, you know, I think Chris Pine did a great job. Yes, Chris Pine, he's interesting in this movie because mm-hmm. usually he's the leading guy. Yes. She's the protagonist. He yeah. is our ride-along character to understand these characters. It's, it's interesting to have both of them. And thinking about it just now, I'm thinking, like, do they compete for the role of the protagonist? Um, because, you know, Chris Pine... Because of, you know, studio concerns about a female-led action-adventure movie? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think so. But I think that Chris Pine's approach to the character was... This is your movie. This is what you do. This, you know, you're you're the main character of your story, just like the rest of the members of the crew are the lead characters of yeah. their story. And Chris Pine, surprisingly enough, just such a natural. Uh, he, he he brings such a natural charisma and believability to his character mm-hmm. that well, even if he's like I'm doing this and I'm I'm the main character, he doesn't jockey for control over the scene it's my understanding that that's that's how he was on set like he was very much like like just whatever very, like hey like i'm i am i'm steve trevor right and that's what i'm doing yeah, for me but steve this trevor, movie's called wonder woman yeah so my in my reading experience steve trevor is a footnote in wonder woman's history yeah there is no question that's the case in this movie however he's He's pretty much the the, the supporting character he's the right. main he's the main male lead right of this movie. well so I think uh, Patty Jenkins approached it as being like how Lois, while now has kind of transformed herself to Superman, like in, yeah. in like what in the comics and like what it is that she how she I guess is handled and what it is that she is to him. Mm-hmm. Like in a sense, initially it was you always have to have someone believe in the hero, right? And that's who Lois was originally to Superman, and okay. that is how Patty Jenkins took Steve Trevor. Yeah, and you know Steve Trevor, it's it would be easy to write off that character, yeah, and make him very stock and yep. very wooden and very. You know, forgettable and almost to try and make Wonder Woman seem more interesting, right? And they don't do that. No, they 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 have Chris Pine and they're like, just use him yeah. and make him fun. Like, ha- like do all the things you like about this actor. Yep, and let him play with this character so that the audience is just enjoying it. Mm-hmm. The the rest of the team, they all do a lovely job. They're, they, and, you know, it's funny, but about, they don't steal the show. No, they're incredible caricatures. And, yeah, um, that's a good call. They're incredible caricatures, and they each have their own moment where um, it's a kind of a learning moment for like us, for her, for whatever. It's world building in a, in a fantastic sense. And I think we're missing one of them. I'm guessing it was cut. Yeah, the yeah. There's only yeah. He only the, he. We get a lot about his character, but and we don't get we any miss, conclusion. Yeah, for him. but like we kind of see the ending. So like I don't know if they like took a scene out. Maybe Probably. we'll see later on. Um, I thought they were all great. Etta Candy. I was so concerned about her character in the trailers. Yeah. And they handled her, I thought, really well. Yeah. It was just enough. I don't like that character. Uh, in the movie, she was in it so little yeah. that it was wholly inoffensive. Well, that's there what was I meant. No, like, like, I, I was no way like, oh, more of this character. Right. She could have easily been too much. Yes. But yes. instead, she's just used, she's legitimately just, she's comic relief and she's like, she is a different portrait of femininity in the society. Let's let's do that. Yeah, and that's fine. And she did a nice job. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think all of the Amazons were yeah. handled really, really well. I, I uh, the only one who I, I felt was not the strongest actor, regrettably, Hippolyta. was Hippolyta. Yeah, which yeah. is like, damn it. Well, and that's <laughs> and here's what's funny about that is, uh, 
her her aunt, uh, Antiope. Yeah. Um, I thought was great, yeah. and I remember at the end seeing the credits, and I was like, "Wait a minute!" And I started like, piecing it together yeah. based on a name I saw. Went immediately to IMDb and confirmed that in fact it is Buttercup from The Princess Bride, who plays Antiope, and she's phenomenal. Yeah. She steals the show from Hippolyta. Oh, easily. Like, for well, me, she, steals, she, she is steals Hippolyta. The, she steals the parental role from Hippolyta yeah. as well, narratively and also acting-wise. She's just more fun to watch. Yeah. It's almost like those two ended up being, uh, like, almost like the care of Hippolyta split. Yeah. Like, you've got the loving, caring mother, but you also have the warrior leader. Right. And, um... I mean, you needed those two characters to be separate, yes. but it's too bad because... Yes. However, I can, I can see why they did that for spoiler reasons. Mm-hmm. Um... Which I will not reveal. No, right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, she did a nice job. Yeah. But but Hippolyta was the weakest one in in this movie, which is too bad. And by the way, it wasn't like she was glaringly terrible. No. It was just that you there sur- was no. I she, I felt le- nothing. It's I think it's it's just it's noticeable because she is surrounded by other actors who were doing a very good job. Well, and doing something. Yeah. Like even she the, had to play. She had to be the heavy. Even the even the background Amazon characters, I thought. They just were really well done. Yeah, they just do a nice job. You don't... You notice them, but not because they're, like, jumping around and trying to get your attention. No. There's a point where they have, like, a, like a Senate meeting in Venezuela, yes. And um, Diana's talking to one of the senators. And, like, it doesn't matter what they're say- being said. For me, what I thought was spectacular right there was this element of costuming because the senators are wearing something that it like harkens to the Wonder Woman costume. Mm. And I loved that because it, it doesn't, it makes it Themyscarian. Then. Right. What she's wearing is a Themyscarian. You mean the way that uh, Kryptonians wear like full body tights? Because like that's for me, yeah, I agree with that. Yes. But no, it's true. That's no. How they, that's, it's a, it's a DC thing. I but think. like that's like, I really thought that was just Cool, because it wasn't like everyone was doing that. Hippolyta doesn't like she. Hippolyta yeah, it doesn't wears make, what Hippolyta well, wears. Well, doesn't make it weird that she then puts on this outfit and it's completely separate from everybody else. Exactly. Okay. There's really so, one villain and then main... two puppets. Yeah. All right. So the villains are weak, or across the board. All right. I think they're weak. Uh, the main villain, the looming antagonist, mm-hmm. fine, and I'm glad that they didn't like do a switcheroo, like a deep reality depressing thing where right. it's like yeah no there are a couple of actors in this movie that play villains uh danny houston plays like the german that we all think is uh aries in disguise uh, sure we do and well that's that's the <laughs> I, he's the red herring yeah, of yeah, this yeah. movie he is what i like to call lazy casting okay. we need a character that you immediately distrust who plays a bad guy and you don't question his motives and you don't feel bad that he doesn't have like a backstory right uh he's i think he's awful in everything he does i don't know him for much or i don't recognize him and i'm not saying that he did a bad job but it's more like he's so obviously this one thing right and it's like oh and he's also the red herring and it's like oh and it they don't do anything interesting or useful with him and with a better actor, I think it would have... Be, it could have at least been more interesting. Okay. You could have the Batman Begins moment. Where it's like, I think Liam Neeson is Ra's al Ghul. But they got Ken Watanabe to play Ra's al Ghul. And they wouldn't waste Ken Watanabe. And then they waste Ken Watanabe. And like, right. in this, it's like, oh, I, I, I feel like I'm smarter than this movie is making me feel. Yeah. And you are. Right, right, And right. then turns out it's not him. And yeah. that's some spoilers about like who Ares turns out to Ooh, be. Ooh, spoilers! Yeah, the second that we that they established that yeah. uh, the Professor Lupin from Harry Potter, uh, which is literally like it doesn't matter how many times we've said his name, I'm yeah. just like it's Lupin. Yeah, it's David Thewlis, 
But uh, but once you see David Thewlis, you're like, hey, I like that actor. He's in there, he, and he plays some. Wait a minute. Yeah, there was a moment though throughout where I was just like, are they going to do something totally different and make uh, Doctor Murrow? Yeah, the Ares? the Ares. That'd be cool. No. Instead, she's nothing, and it's not even worth mentioning. Like she, le- the actress who plays her, does a nice job, right? And with he- the with like the two pages of script she's given, right? And yet, and take this as you will, comment section. I appreciated because as soon as I, I heard, oh, and I saw the pop figure yeah. that there was a female villain. I was like, because of course they have to do. That's that. funny. I didn't even, I didn't even meet. I didn't in any way or any time assume that like <laughs> Wonder Woman and Doctor Poison were going to have to fight each other. I didn't think they'd have to fight each other, but I was like, of course they have to establish she's the villain, right? And then it turns out, nah, that's not what they're doing. At I all. mean, like and she I is a like, villain, and she's you. she's but a character she's from the Pantheon, but the no, she's not the villain, main antagonist. Like, exactly, she's the mastermind. Nope. No, and like it's I appreciated that. Yep. Like quite a bit. Like they were like, no, she's gonna yeah. fight Ares. And they do something interesting with her at the end, but it's not. It's it's not even worth mentioning. So <laughs> uh, Ares, you know, turns out at the end, Ares was Professor Lupin, and they kind of establish or imply this is going to be the case when Wonder Woman addresses the like male dominated war room, mm-hmm. and she says, "This is how wars are fought behind desks." And I was like, "Oh, you get up? Uh, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not about four star generals that are on the battlefield. It's the true masterminds of war. Yeah. Those who wear a suit and manipulate other people, and that'll be." Aries. Yes, it's Aries. Okay. Yep. Um, I'm really glad they didn't do they, that. They did that, and they didn't go like, "There is no Aries. Your mother lied to you. There's no gods, and we're all alone, and we're all dust." <laughs> and that would have yeah, that man sucks. Hamstring that character, but like, but yeah, uh, <laughs> it was it, the reveal while obvious and non-surprising. And by the way, if you didn't see it coming, don't feel bad. You're not alone. They're the entire row behind us didn't didn't see it coming. Yeah. And in fact, commented to no one in particular. Good twist. That was a good twist. Yeah, like, proved to to comment to the theater. Yes, that was a good twist film. Nice so, uh, work. Yeah, if you didn't I'm see like, it coming, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I, I didn't respond, but I'm nope. thinking to myself, like, I mean, like, you know, at least it wasn't stupid. Yeah. And that was fine. The only thing that was stupid was putting <laughs> his head on a super buff body when he became Aries. I felt really bad because I had that moment where I'm looking and I'm like, you're, you're not You've that never buff. looked like that. You've never been that buff. Not even, like, I mean, not even in your prime. When he was a werewolf, he was that buff. Yeah. But he was a werewolf. But he was a werewolf and he was all like lanky. Yeah. Not in this. No. Weird. It was, it was weird. <laughs> and I liked the idea of him making armor out of like weapons. Yeah, that was cool. But like it looked, eh. <laughs> okay. So, of course, we have Dr. Poison in this, which means that there is gas. This is the, the age of mustard gas, right. of course. There was a moment where I was like, I know we're not, but this is where our casting for Aries yeah. happens. Because oh, oh Al Pacino. Oh, Al Pacino, that's what yes, it was. Yes, where he's like, okay! Yeah, when she goes, oh. when, like, there's a gas-filled field, uh, filled field, she goes back. I thought that was happening. I thought our casting was Yeah, he was walks through it and then just breathes for it in. A, for a second, I was like, look! I love the smell of mustard gas in the morning! Yep. That would have been amazing. It's, Wasted. It, no, because it just turned out just fine. Yeah. But, um... But it was still cool. Yeah. I mean, like, so, okay. The climb... The big... The big... You gotta have a big silly fight with a bad guy and a good guy at the end of a superhero movie, which is fine. Yeah. Uh, but that said, you know... The, at that point, I was already sold, so I wasn't disappointed. I wasn't no, like, this I thought, sucks. I was like, oh, okay, I'm still having a good time. I thought they did a really good job with the action sequences in this, because we had a nice blend of, like, downtime, character building, action sequence. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and, like, each action sequence built. Yes. You know what I mean? So, it, like, by the end, it didn't have to be, like, over the top and ridiculous, but it was a knockout, drag down fight. Like, yeah. It was, like... The, the final fight, I thought, was really well handled. I agree. And, like, we got to see Wonder Woman 
fighting different things. And I, I know that sounds weird, but I mean, like, you know, on the battlefield, like, you know, under, like, complete siege of, like, a, like a, and, a, of yeah. a, a facility, and then against, essentially, a god. Right, yeah. You know, she fights like, man, she fights god, she fights machine. Yeah, like, it, it's a little bit of everything, and I, and I really, I loved that. Yeah. I think it was just, overall, a solid flick. Are there any standout moments that you want to address before we wrap up? Um, okay, so I, I'm not gonna lie. Um, I definitely teared up a couple times throughout this film, but not at any of the emotional... Yeah. Of the film. <laughs> I was a little sad when we lost Steve Trevor. Right, okay. Yeah, I, I was like, right sad. on! Because it's earned. No, but there were definitely moments for me where, like, like emotionally I was overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. A little, like, the movie started and I couldn't believe I, I became... You cared? I cared so much about this and, I, like, for a minute I was, like, immediately pulled back and I, I wished I was a child. Right. Going to see this film. And, in fact, there were a couple of little girls in the theater. I, what I was going to say was I was impressed by the age range that we saw going to that theater. Yeah. We saw, like, 10-year-olds all the way up to those maybe in their 70s and entering that theater. And that's something that needs to be addressed and shouldn't be discounted. While no. it's, like, obvious to say that women liked Wonder Woman or right. that women felt that it's about time to see a Wonder Woman movie, we, like, we needed this. And it's about damn time. Yeah. And it's not to be discredited that women would feel something. Yeah. You know, it, it's... It, it is no comparison, but when I got a Spider-Man movie, <laughs> I was overwhelmed. Yeah. Because forever I was told I can't have one. Right, right. And that it will never happen. And when yeah. I got it, and it came out of nowhere because it was kind of like at the fledgling days of the internet, so rumors and such were, were, were like, I'm like, I'll believe it when I see it. And then I did. And I did also have an emotional response. Yeah. And... Now imagine that being like institutionalized culturalization and how it's like, no, like take the Spider-Man example and then apply it to all women (laughs) and all superheroes. And then you have a little bit of an idea of what we're talking about. Because it's fair. I mean, not to to take the whole point about what you're talking about (laughs) away from you, but you know, it's, I think it's worth saying. Yeah. And I don't think that it's like in any way socially justice warrior-y or, uh, you know, political or, you know, gender biased or anything, regardless of any of the controversy, all the articles or, 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 whatever. or politicizing grandstanding bullshit, it's valuable to have this. It was. And let, if, if women of any age, little mm-hmm. girls, teens, preteens, uh, young adults or old women who had to be wheeled in, Oh via a wheelchair and then aided to their seat yes. so they could finally see Wonder Woman do yes. some, lift a tank in a screen. Uh, it's, let them have it. Yeah. Don't, don't dismiss it out of hand because I think that it's something that I couldn't really even quite fathom until I was in it. Yeah. And apart from it, you know, like I, that's something that's not mine. Mm-hmm. I can't, ha- I can't share in that experience. And I, I, but I can rationalize, cognitize, and understand it. And, like, it's worth addressing. Yeah. Because it is valuable. Oh, it is. And, like, I, like And I said, it would have sucked if the movie was bad. Yes, and it wasn't. So it got me in a couple of places. And it was just, and again, like, right at the beginning, like, there's this whole, like, m- like montage of, like, these warriors just training and doing their thing. And I, and I was, I was You're just, overwhelmed. I was overwhelmed. I was overwhelmed. And, like, I was like, there are 
children of like it doesn't matter boy girl who are going to see this yeah and like for some reason that like punched me right in the face mm -hmm. and then of course um when she goes up and out over the foxhole yeah like that for me that's that, i think that's like, like the standout moment yeah in the whole movie oh yeah it's too bad that it's so early <laughs> but no no i mean like it, it's great she's like she's like the whole thing it would have been a real downer <laughs> if like yeah. we just if just wonder woman fights world war ii and it's hard and hopeless world war one i'm sorry world war one <laughs> damn it i am culturally hardwired to refer to the second war yeah no i know but the no, world war one and like but for me, it I don't know what it was about this. Like the whole thing was fantastic. Right. That whole sequence was great. Like she that leads, sequence is easily she the leads best. a charge of herself. Yeah, she's joined by her little party eventually, mm -hmm. and once she actually succeeds in making it to the other trenches, yeah, the whole other group who've been watching this whole time not going, like, and they keep showing you that they're terrified to go. You just hear them going, "She did it." Yeah, they acknowledge and it. I was just the they give it to her. Yeah. No, it's true. <laughs> And I, I, I can appreciate it because yeah. it's like it's it's a legitimate moment that I don't think was as hackneyed as some detractors might want it to have been. Yeah. Oh and, no. And like I, I don't like you know you liked it you didn't like it I don't care you, you nobody can take away the feeling I had in the theater. Yeah. Like that's it. That and was I think for it was me. and I, I think it was just well made as oh, yeah. a movie. Yeah. So it's not like it was a, it was a it was a, you were projecting your emotional needs onto no. the movie so that it would be better. Like I can no. say as a as a casual fan of Wonder Woman, yeah. as a person who's not a huge fan, yeah, I dug the flick yeah. and I thought it was well constructed. I know, and I'm a person who analyzes and <laughs> grew up being a film person. Yeah, and look, I know there are going to be some things that like you and saw we talked coming, about a couple of them. and like it's like you know we talked about a couple of them. Yeah, and, like, like, there's no perfect movie, but like for it being an action movie, yeah. It's it's a great action it's, movie. It's a great action movie. It's and it's well constructed. It's we're and and I don't think that saying that it was good or saying that you enjoyed it is in any way, uh, you know, trumping the movie up any in any way. No, like I making just, it more than no. it is. It's I, a solid movie. Can I just say too? I love how Patty Jenkins shoots action sequences, like actual combat sequences. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, so. They do, like, this whole, like, cool effect on when they do, like, this, like, story time, like, like, past sequence where it makes it look like it's painterly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, this okay. crazy effect that they do on that, right? Yes. And then, like, on top of that sequence, we see all these incredible combat sequences, right? Where, like, we see these warriors doing these crazy moves, but you see it's not, like, super fast. No. It's very much... But it's also not, like, bullet time Zack Snyder. No, like... it's very, like, it's very real and has this certain, like, heavy weight to it. And for some reason, it made me think of, like, paintings that depicted... Like Greco-Roman culture, yeah. Like not from their time period, but later on when mm -hmm. like we decided we would paint stuff like that. Right. I don't know why. I don't know if it was intentional, yeah, but like it brought me to that. And again, it, it just had such weight to the combat. Like yeah. it was very like while being over the top and ridiculous. Yeah. Like very like oh very real. We have a, a device that occurs in an earlier fight that Steve Trevor learns from. Yes. And then utilizes later on. Yeah, that's. Yeah, you can't argue with that. No, just 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 a look. It's just it's just a fun movie. Yeah, it's so just a fun movie. Uh, over here in Comic Pop, Wonder Woman's a solid flick. It's very fun. It's really it's and it's a good step forward. And if you are mm -hmm. not convinced that the DCU might be headed in a good direction, their new opening. Oh my God! Is I think the biggest testament to DC being like, I get it. Yeah. 
Because it's just the Justice League opening. It's every... Yeah, it's the Justice League Unlimited opening. Yeah. It's just that. It's just the CG opening. Yeah, it's the CG opening. And not only is it, like, an homage to, like, probably one of the best adaptations of DC properties of all time, but it's also kind of a, like, acknowledgement and a, and a little bit of, like, a, a little bit of a middle finger to Marvel. Because like, <laughs> Marvel doesn't have... Because, like, DC is like, we do have everyone. Like, you saw Nightwing in that lineup. You saw Shazam in that lineup. You saw Hawkman. Oh, yeah, and yeah. They just, they yes. just like, look at them. Look at them all. We could do whatever we wanted. We could do we're not, Shaz- yeah. we're not going to. We're not, obviously, we're not going to do that movie. But we but, could. Yeah. And not, and not we're not going to because someone else has it. No. It's just we're choosing. It's just we don't want it. We're going to make more <laughs> Batman movies. Whatever. But, like, the fact that they can do that and they yeah. did is, like, it was cool to see. It was nice to, to feel. And I think it was a little bit of, like, a... And how are the X-Men doing, Marvel? Wink. Which is like, you know what? That's a little playful jab that probably is subtext that I'm just reading into and I'm fine. You know what was great about that? It put me 100% in the mindset to go see that film. Yeah. I was just, I was, it it was so delightful that I was like, I'm ready. Yeah, it's a, it was a way to say, we're doing something else. Roll the movie. We're doing something else. We're, we're, we're we're shifting. Uh We're shifting gears in the right way. Yeah. So, there you have it, everybody. By the way, we did not talk about her arsenal. She used that lasso way more than I thought. I think any of us, yeah. either of us on this and talk, she in was. a cool way. I know. It wasn't stupid. No, nope. like she was doing like little rodeo tricks with it. It was awesome. Yeah. No, uh, no, actually, it's funny in BVS when she used the lasso for like the three seconds, and you see it like crackling with energy. I'm like, this looks really cool. I'd right? like to see more of this. Yeah, and like, there's they... a moment where she uses it, and it looks like when Yondu was using his uh, his little whistle. Right. And I was like, this is cool. It's just really cool because she's got the sword, she's got the shield, she's got the lasso. She uses the gun. She, she does doesn't it all. throw the tiara. She, uh, that's okay. With <laughs> Every, like, like, that's any, like, anyone like she, when they give it to her and it's got the things. I'm like, how's she gonna be able to throw that? Oh the way, I liked because as soon as I saw Antiope with it, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's the thing she's yeah. gonna wear. Oh. How are you going to get that? Oh, she's going to have to die. Oh, mm. that's yeah. sad. Yeah. But like, look, anytime, any, like, I know technically this one did it first, but every time someone throws a tiara, all I can think of is Sailor Moon. Right. <laughs> but uh, I know it is. I'm just saying. Wonder Woman from 2017. Check it out. Watch it. And uh, you know what? Tell your friends to go see it and yeah. pick up a poster. Man, speaking of posters, they uh, right before the movie came out, they released one other one sheet and it was her holding a tank. Yeah. And, regardless of whether it was the right tank or not, it was a great image. And I'm like, I wonder if we'll see that moment in the movie. We do! You do! And I'm like, oh, good! I want that! Just as if you put Superman on a poster and he's doing this, he better do that in the movie. Yeah. At least one running gets to pick up a tank. Totally does. At the very least. The price of admission. It's pretty cool. Totally does. So yeah, I dug it. I thought it was cool. So check it out. We'll see you guys next time another episode Off the Rack. Uh, I'm Sal. And I'm Tiffany. So long, and we'll see you at the movies. We gotta change the name when we do these. No, it'll confuse people. It's called branding. I know, but like... Off the reel? Yeah, I said that last time. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, fine. Hey, do you have a show or a YouTube channel, podcast, or relevant product that you want to promote at the top of the Elseworlds Exchange? Well, now's your chance, man. For 50 bucks, you'll get a month's worth of plugs at the audio version right here of the Elseworlds Exchange. Right at the top of the show, first thing they'll hear... Now, it'll probably still be my voice, but you'll write up a short one-minute plug, we'll record it, and toss it at the front of the show. Or, alternatively, for 20 bucks, you can get a month's worth of plugs at the end of the show. Right after you hear us sign off, same deal, one-minute scripted plug for your stuff. 
How do you take advantage of this incredible opportunity? Just go to therealcomicpop.com, hit the contact button at the top, and fill everything out, and we'll work it out through PayPal. By the way, we do reserve the right to reject or accept based on our own personal taste. I'm not going to plug your Nazi podcast, man. I'm sorry. You know what? I'm not sorry about that. But you're not going to do it anyway. So go to therealcomicpop.com, hit the contact button at the top of the page, fill everything out, and we'll work it out. Worth it.